everybody. We're going to be talking about our favorite things to binge on YouTube. And movies that hold up over time. Stay tuned. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Tim Fulton. I'm Andy Smith. And this is What Do You Got? What Do You Got? What Do You Got is a little segment where we each come to the table with a topic that the other guy doesn't know about, and we spring it on each other, and we chit-chat about it for a little bit, and yeah, that's pretty much it. That's it. Andy's going first. Andy, what do you got? Movies that stand up over time. Oh, that's literally verbatim what you said before. It is literally <laughs> what I said. Um, You've been on a movie kick recently. Last, I have been. Yeah. And I was thinking... Well, last time was TV shows. Yeah. I was thinking, though, movies Pretty that different. actually truly stand up over time, where you can... prop Like, you could basically like release it in the theater and it would still be a dope movie that's fair all right i think the number one one in my head that always comes to mind is goodfellas never seen it that's all folks we'll, we'll catch you next time <laughs> what the fuck you've never seen goodfellas i've never seen are you shocked N- yeah actually you've never seen goodfellas no the best description of Goodfellas I ever heard. All right, just real quick, just so everyone knows, this is no longer going to be about this topic. This is going to be a 10-minute rant against Tim for not seeing good. Continue. The, the best wait, wait. description of, of Bill Burr I ever heard, he was talking about the movie, and he, uh, Goodfellas was about it was Bill Burr. He said it's, it's one closing comedy bit after another, but with drama and, and comedy. Okay. It's like every scene – is is perfect and excellent in its own way. Okay. It was made in 1993, I think 95, something like that. Something along those early lines. 90s. But do you know what it's about? Well, I'm gonna say a couple of good fellas. The mob. Yeah. It's a mob movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, this might have been the worst topic to pick with you. So, I don't watch movies. It's not a thing that I do. I don't. I mean, I've seen movies. I've seen good movies. I've seen bad movies. But but I don't watch a lot of movies. I'm saying that there's movies where there's – like you've seen movies when you were a kid that you like when you were a kid. And you know for a fact now that you like them because you saw them when you were a kid. It's almost the same thing when you – as an adult. If you watched a movie in the 70s, you're like, that was a great fucking movie. Then you go back and watch it again and you're like – I want to like it more. Like if it came out today, you're like, I don't know about that. I, I do know that feeling that you're talking about and it drives me insane, but there are a couple of good ones. I think one of the biggest uh, things for movies is when they don't rely on technology too heavily because that was a big one back in the day. That's what makes the movies back in the day carry forward. If they have too much technology, you're right. It takes you out of it. Yeah. Cause well, you, I mean, you're like, Ugh. even like the early nineties, like, Movies that were good, including Goodfellas, that ha- rely too much on like CGI and stuff like that, it takes you out of it because you look at it now and you're just like, oh, that's a fucking joke. Yeah. Like, how do we believe this back then? Like, this is so fucking stupid. Yeah. And it's amazing that like back then when that was the best CGI you had, you weren't like even faking and be like, oh my god, like you were like, holy shit. Yeah. That looks real. Yeah. Another movie that I think stands up uh, really, really well is Platoon. Never saw it. 
Never mind. Anything in this fucking podcast, I swear to God. Um, <laughs> fantasy so- movie that stands out, which is one of the first major money-making b- movies that they made that was a comic book movie, was Blade. I think I saw that. Wesley Snipes plays Blade. I don't think I saw that all the way through, but I have seen pieces. The first movie, there's some CGI in it that yeah. holds up really well considering it's from the 90s, I think. But that movie was a solid movie. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of more movies. Do you know any movies that hold up spectacularly uh, see, over time? I'm going to have trouble mentioning movies because I don't know if I'm going to say them for nostalgic reasons or if I'm well, going to say Well, you tell them. me and I'll, we'll have a discussion. The Goonies. That is a time, in my opinion, a timeless classic. Yes. Specifically for kids. Like, yeah. I feel like if you, I feel like it's one of those movies that you can't just sit down as an adult and watch because, like, you're gonna be like, "Oh, this is a little like, a little unrealistic." But if you're a kid and you watch it, it gives you that sense of wonder, no matter what, because you have you watch it and you're just like, "Oh my god, there's fucking adventure and like all this cool shit going on." So then, when you're adult and you go back to watch it again. You're, it brings that back. So it can That's be nostalgic true. no matter what. But I also think that you didn't need to be a kid to watch that when it came out. Yeah. That's fair. You didn't need to be. It helped. It helped. But the, the movies that um, – almost no movies with like a lot of CGI hold up only because it takes you out of it. One movie that holds up, again, fantastically, even though it had – makeup and stuff like that in it was alien now there's a couple scenes where they show computers and you're like that's that's not a computer now like that's not one but the the way that they shot that horror movie was you would think like it was made in i think 1979 and when you watch it you could you could pass it off of being like was that made in the 90s like it's that good yeah 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 um so maybe we should talk about movies that didn't hold up over time since you probably know I've seen more of those since you didn't see Goodfellas. So you don't watch good movies. I don't watch bad movies either. I don't watch mm. movies. This is my thing. I can watch a TV show on repeat endlessly, mm. but I will never be the person who says, let's, you want to sit down and watch a movie? Or if I like sit down and turn on Netflix, I won't be, I, it won't be a movie. It just won't be a movie. Do you, you know? It like pains me. I've been. Th- Go ahead. It just feels like such a commitment, and it. I know it's not, and I know it doesn't make any sense, but I feel like I have to sit down. I'm so glad you said and that. And watch something for an hour and a half to two hours when it's not true. I will literally turn on Family Guy for the same amount of time, and like occasionally turn my head. I don't know why I feel like it's such a commitment, but I do, and so I just won't watch it. You know, I just won't do it. I'm glad that you said that because I was thinking about this the other day. the The amount of people that I know that can sit down and watch a movie watch the fucking movie is getting fewer and fewer but that's what i like to do if i watch a movie i have to watch the movie shows are different yes but that's why i think people are watching less and less movies because everything is everything is a distraction and there's so many things at your fingertips that when you go to the movie theater, 
Like, it bugs me to no end when I'm watching a movie with somebody and they look at their fucking phone at the beginning. Drives me insane. But when you're in the movie theater, if you do it, you should probably get kicked out. Just saying. They should have bouncers, big fuckers, at the door that just escort you out the second time you look at your phone. So, but I think what it is, in all the people that I know that can sit down and watch a movie and rewatch it when they're by themselves as well, they all, off the top of my head, have the same quality where they obsess over things like they're the type of person where if they get into something they're they're fucking they're on point they're on point but most people aren't like that i don't think a lot of people are like that okay you know what i mean like i'm not saying you have to have that trait i'm just saying that with all the distractions nowadays you almost have to have a hyper focus yeah. to just sit there and watch. it's like a, it's like a kid at an amusement park like sit still for an hour and a half you're like well, there's so many things to, to go on though <laughs> it's like no sit still for an hour and a half and you're like oh mm, you just can't do it you know what i mean it's impossible not impossible but I not see impossible point. i see your point and you know i just i think there's something to be said though about watching tv shows is one thing it's it's a it's a you know uh, especially like Family Guy, like you don't need to pay attention, it's but you have to pay it's attention. Background noise. That's, that's, it's what, background I use, that's noise. what I use it for. It's background noise. But one of the good things about watching a movie, and the reason why I hate when people fucking go on their phone or like talk or whatever, it's not really like oh you're. In, it's it's the fact that it's taking you out of the movie. Like some movies are so good that you get wrapped up in wrapped the movie. Up. But when somebody's fucking text you or calls you or or they start doing something it, it it's like somebody just like kicked the door in yeah and was like hey this isn't real and it takes you out yeah. of that that zone i'm gonna take it one step further even when you re-watch a movie because yeah. especially yeah. all movies even comedies but like i just watched knives out recently a couple weeks ago it's on amazon prime okay one of the best movies i've seen in years okay years uh, stars Chris Evans and a couple of other people. It's like a murder mystery movie. Who, okay. Um, but I watched it twice within a span of three weeks. And you know me. I don't do that. I don't do that. But watching it a second time through, you're just like, oh my yeah. God, that's why. That's but, why. But there's oh so God, many things. Why. Uh, like really. So good. And this is the so thing. Good. Like Watch with movies like Goodfellas or Knives Out or whatever, movies like Goodfellas there's so many little things that make the scenes good that you have to pay attention the whole time. Yeah. Otherwise you don't get it. Like how many times have you watched a movie with a group of friends and someone's like, I just don't think it's that good. It's like, you're not watching it. You're not, you're literally not watching it. Like, how are you supposed to know what's going on? Like Goodfellas has a lot of subtle things in yeah. it where like, like facial expressions and like fucking like like those type of things where if you're just listening and you're not paying attention like you miss it yeah and like there's so many things that are said but they're not said and you can't expect to get that when you're not fully focused on the movie i'm i'm behind you a thousand percent with this buddy yeah we have gone way off topic. Yeah, it's actually not, not as bad as I thought. Uh, we we only not 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 as <laughs> reckless as we as not, I thought we were going to get with this. Real quick, can you think of one movie that hasn't aged well? That has not aged well. Not aged well. Um. Oh, you know what did age well? 
and it's because of the way they used the CGI. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Roger Rabbit. And the reason why it aged so well is because everything is made to look like a cartoon. Yeah. And that's the point. Yeah. It can never degrade because they're cartoons. And cartoons don't really get any more they, realistic no. than cartoons. They're always, that's a good point. And it's a fantastic. That's also a really good movie. And it's a really well done movie because it's got adult shit in it. Like really adult shit in it. I heard that so Mickey and Bugs Bunny were in it, and it's the only time that there that has had that level of collaboration. Yeah, you, and I don't, I truly don't think we're gonna ha- see like that kind of thing again. But they said that the reason why that they were okay with it, or the agreement that they came to, was that every time there was a Disney character, there. And there was a Looney Tunes character. They had to have equal screen time. So if you mm. saw Bugs Bunny, you had to see uh, Mickey Mouse. If you saw Donald Duck, you had to see Daffy Duck. Yeah, it was something weird like that. Yeah. So there's equal amount distribution of of characters. Yeah, and so I think there's a scene where you see Mickey and Bugs Bunny. They literally and they just did it like that. So they you see them falling out of the sky together, and like they're they talk to the main character for a little bit, and they're on the same exact screen and they fall down together. And that's the only way that they can make it work. Huh. Yeah. There's a lot of movies that didn't age well, though, that were popular. Like, really popular movies, I think, that didn't age well. But have you I ever, can't think of any right now. Have you ever gone back to watch the prequels, Star Wars? The 5, 6, or 4, 5, 6? 1, 2, 3. So, Dude. I'm going to... Most I'm, of that... The CGI in that is so like the entire thing is CGI, and Second it's so one. oh my god, it's so bad. Yeah, so they, bad. They they did that thing where there there wasn't a need for a lot of it. It was like a guy in a stormtrooper suit. They had him in the seventies. They had him. They in had the, the stormtrooper suits in the seventies. Why waste your money making that a CGI guy? Do you know how much money it costs to make it CGI? I know somebody Dude. had a brother with a CGI company. Yeah. Or a cousin or something. 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 Yeah. yeah, that was very unnecessary. You know what movie holds up because it's not a lot of CGI? What? Lord of the Rings. There you go. That's a fantastic movie. And that that's another movie that will probably hold up for an extreme Because they use makeup. Because they yeah, because they use makeup. The armies were fucking real. They were real armies. There was some CGI, but they did it in dark, rainy scenes or like mass scenes from very far away. They do it appropriately to emphasize, not just create an entire thing. Yeah. I mean, like, we know that there isn't a giant red floating eye somewhere in New Zealand. Yes. Real quick story. So my friend, uh, before we get to my topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my friend went to New Zealand, which is where they shot most of the Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, she went. She was just exploring the entire country for a year. Uh, she went on top of this mountaintop and she found a ring up there and she's like, oh, cool. It's like they the one ring. This. And like she, she was she brought it around with her for the longest time. And she's like, I realized after a while I was calling it my precious. And then she lost it. <laughs> Did Bilbo steal it? I It wanted to go home. Baggage. Anyway, Baggage. next up on what do you got? We're going to be talking about our current YouTube addictions. What are mm. you watching? And oh. if you say Joe Rogan experience, I'm going to vomit. No, I haven't. Joe Rogan moved to Texas, and he hasn't been shooting podcasts lately. Oh, really? Yeah. And I really only listen to, like, people I know that are on there, yeah. fighters, or, like, doctors of shit I'm interested in, That's or fair. historians. That's fair. 
But I've been on a couple kicks. The mob one that I was told you about. Oh, yeah, that's we right. We did that one. But I've also been on a history kick. In the Ooh. last two, three weeks, I've read The Book of Five Rings, I've read The Prince Machiavelli, and I've read uh, Art of War. Okay. And I say uh, read. I, I listen to the audiobooks. Book on tape. Huh? A book on tape. Yeah, the audiobooks, yeah. yeah. Can't um, read, so that makes sense. But then I started listening to Wrath of the Cons again. This guy, Dan Carlin. He's not a historian, but he basically is a guy that studied history in college, and he's basically like a well-respected historian but what he does is he's he takes months and months and months of his time and researches topics that he's interested in and then he makes like a six-part podcast that are an hour and a half a piece on one subject whoa and the one that i've listened to i think once or twice already is about genghis khan and the shit that that guy did and it's a six-hour podcast altogether. but there's some crazy like Again, this is a long time ago, and the accounts are kind of, you know, whatever. But the accounts that they have from the time are so insane. Like, you have to listen to it. Yeah, right, now I'm kind of intrigued. Like, I, I think I told you there was one account of a, I believe it was a Chinese general. They were they were marching their army, and, they, and his account was written down, I guess, in his journal or whatever. He said uh, they were approaching a snow-covered mountain, like a hill. And as they got there, they realized it was a pile of bones, of human bones. I vaguely remember hearing this story before. Yeah, and they said as they approached it, the all the the land that they were walking on, the road, became saturated with oil oh. from all the bodies that were decomposing. decomposing. It would it had flooded oh. all the land around it, so much so that they were marshed down. And they said that people were like getting sick and dying from the stench and all the all the fucking corruption that was going on yeah. there. And then another crazy thing was that you know he killed like 10% of the world's population. Yeah, yeah. But he also repopulated it. <laughs> yeah, but the the other weird thing with that guy was that he would do things uh within his little uh like his rule was basically only based on what can you give me? Like, there's an account where some guy, like, shot his horse in the middle of a battle. At the end of the battle, I took prisoners, and he said, who who shot my horse? And this guy raised his hand, and he's and he's like, you're, I'm making you a general. Oh. And the guy's like, what? He's like, betray me, and you're going to die. So he did shit like that where, like, failure was not tolerated, but if you're good at your job, you're going to get rewarded. So, like, the, the one thing – I'm just going to go, like, a couple little quick things just yeah, to get yeah, you yeah. interested. So if you were part of a squadron – of like 10 guys and one of you ran away a whole squad gets put to death oh so you really he really instilled this like fear this fear and he had this thing where if he conquered a people that tried to fight back because basically they would show up at your doorstep and they would say give us a tribute or be be wiped off the face of the earth and you might get away if you give a tribute. If they thought it was not enough, they would just do it anyway. But there was a account of like this one place that like put up a fight. And if you didn't do that, they wanted you off, like so that your sons couldn't come back and kill you or anything like that. But the way that they described it was you will be like a stone that was dropped in the water. Your people will disappear. Yep. And I was like, that is a very 
like non-cryptic yet super cryptic way of talking about eradicating people. That's genocide. Yes. We're, we're not talking like straight war. We're talking genocide. But what gets you hooked, and this is why I like this guy, George Carlin, or George Carlin, Dan Carlin, um, another great Carlin. But in the beginning of the, the first 25 minutes, what he does is he sets this whole thing up by saying, if you want to write a book that nobody else has written before, write a book about all the things that were positive that came out of Nazi Germany. All the things that we have today that would not have existed because of Nazi Germany. And he's like, you're going to get a lot of people that hate you for it and all this stuff. He's like, but there are undeniable things that come from horrific things. And then he started talking about how when you compare people from different periods of time, he's like, it, it becomes a different thing. It's like Joseph Stalin, I believe, was, was credited. He says, if you kill five people, it's a tragedy. If you kill five million, it's a statistic. Oh, that's gruesome. Right? So, because you can't possibly know five million people, you can't attribute names to five million yeah, people. Yeah. So it, it's not personal. Yeah, it beca- yeah, it becomes something different. And he was talking about how historians talk about Genghis Khan as like, well, he brought way to like all this open trade and all this stuff. And he's like, and they don't mention any of the mass genocide that he did, and like all these things where he like took wives. It's all rape. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think he said one out of every 500 Asian uh, people on the planet are a direct relative of his because of that. Today. That's insane. Today. Yeah. It's a fucking long listen, but it's well worth the listen. Well, this is going to make me sound really stupid because I go, what are you watching on YouTube? And you're like, I'm watching a six-hour podcast on the intricacies of Genghis Khan and – what he accomplished in Asia and what are you watching? And I'm going to respond with, I'm watching Trey Kennedy. He's kind of funny. Who? It's this guy, Trey Kennedy. He became popular out of nowhere, but okay. like he like impersonates things. It'll be like, I have trouble explaining him without explaining him. Okay. But he'll be every character and it'll be like couples during, in, uh, or, oh, during I, their I engagement. And it'll be like, he'll be like, honey, Honey, what do you think of these color schemes? And is that like, the shiplap guy? The shiplap? He, where he's talking about like when you're remodeling your house. He's like, when is the when's the washer gonna be in? When's the when's the concrete guy coming? Shiplap, shiplap, shiplap. Yes, yes, it's yeah. that guy. He's yeah. freaking hysterical, and he has he he pumps out stuff. Ridiculous. Yeah, that guy he's, is funny. He's funny, and he's faster than we are. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. I don't know either. He he edits his shit. I don't like know. a backlog. Yeah, yeah. I just when I go down YouTube rabbit holes like that, yeah. I can't like I'll go down YouTube rabbit holes more so with like funny, funny or like interesting stuff. But if like for those big YouTube rabbit holes, it's shit that I can listen to while I'm doing other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I can yeah. multitask. You know what I mean? This goes back to our first thing. I like I don't multitask with YouTube videos. Like if I, I'm the videos you can't, that's why, that's why I, I limit it. Exactly. Exactly. Like I don't really listen to podcasts on YouTube or anything like that. Mm. You should though. You guys should. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, it's like TV or like movies. Like when I sit down to watch it, like I sit down to watch it. Yeah. Like not but that's that- another thing too. Going back to the movie thing. We're so used to these short clips that you only have to pay attention to for five minutes at a time or 10 minutes at a I time. Know. 
Like, I I think it would be a real five, problem. Five minutes, dude. They, it's like statistically proven that you know, like all these YouTubers, they do those quick jump cuts. Yeah. Even if you watch news guys, I used to watch the fuck out of this guy, Philip DeFranco. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember you saying that. Yeah. He and he has a news channel, and he has these jump cuts, but they don't make sense because he will continually talk about a topic. But like he'll continually talk about a topic. It's so cut, to, it's he, to keep your eye on there yeah. because it's a changing scene and it it makes you want to it makes you get FOMO, fear of missing out on something. A hundred percent, and it's it's genius in a weird way. I don't his he must spend hours at this point. He has a whole team, but yeah, at the beginning he must have spent hours editing. But at the same time, it's genius. Yeah, because it. it Gives you the sensation of constantly changing. Yeah. But he never skimped out on on uh, context. Context. Yeah. Like content. Yeah. So it, it was just really weird. But it's proven that that's like a thing. So that's why all the YouTubers have like, go, go, go. If it's longer than 10 seconds, it's not going to work. I think that that's a good way to capture people's attention. But I think to some extent, it does downgrade the content to some extent on certain subjects. I agree. I agree. Because you're not. It's almost like your brain is getting extra stimulus, not for any information, just for the sake of stimulus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, I think uh, it's like it's the same thing as getting like your dopamine from heroin. I mean, the dopamine is cool, but like the source ain't great. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we should make a, a rule for like game night and all that shit that during it, phone goes in a box. I would be I would be 100 percent for it. I can almost guarantee no one else would be. I did this years ago with a buddy of mine, mm-hmm. no names. We, we, oh no, to give him credit, he did do it. But we told everyone, all right, phones in the corner, upside down. And then we said, if you pick up your phone, we went out to dinner. If you oh, pick up your, if you pick one. up your phone, you pay for dinner, all of it, everyone. And that was the rule. So we all sat down, and there was one guy who was like, I can't. He's like, we didn't say what this was going to be ahead of time. He's like, I can't do that. I have a girlfriend. Like. Or like you can, it's an hour, hour and a half, two hours maybe. Yeah. You would. You would. I don't think that's healthy though. If you can't, if you're dating someone that can't, if you just say like, hey, I'm out to dinner. I, we don't want to be on our phones. To be fair, we didn't give him a chance to say that. So he would have just. Well, you should have. Yeah, we should have. That yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, you should have given him a chance. But again, if that's a problem, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think any. I think if we went to game night and we made that suggestion, everyone would say no. I would make you a bet. I would do it. I would do it too. Would just do it and just every time someone picks up their phone, be like, hmm, 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 mm. timer, death, death. All right. So next game night, we're going to be pretentious jackasses. All right, guys. Yes. <laughs> Such a change from. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pretentious. Uh, let us know in the comments what you think about these topics uh what two channels are you currently watching other than us because you should always be watching us you can always be watching us if you like and subscribe and hit that little bell notification that's true it really helps us out yeah and also what timeless classics are there out there what are we forgetting let us know what you think ages well in the movie community i tell you what you're forgetting what the sale on cell phone cases going on right now he is right if you go to bro what down pro.com the sale's going to be over by the time this airs. But if you go to BroDownPro.com, we are constantly updating sales and whatnot. So go There'll check out. There'll be something online for sale. Trust us. We move merch. We All move. Right? We move the merch. merch. 
get it while it's still in stock. Catch you guys next time. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day.